Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, the only classic Neighbours Rewatch podcast, the only one. Uh, I'm JK, your host. Uh, today we have Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello. Hello. And we have Adam. All right. So today we've been watching episodes 3021 to 3023. Uh, we've been watching them on Daily Motion. Shout out to Neighbours UK fans forever for uploading all these videos so we can watch them. Uh, initial thoughts, Adam. You're the one who's watching these. Tim Tim is just here for, for social commentary. But uh, Adam, initial thoughts on this, this, this cluster of episodes? Well, I'm glad you only made me watch three episodes and not five like the previous week, which was a fucking slog, I don't mind telling you. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, no, um, I'll be honest, bit weak, these three episodes for me. Um, so I'll be really interested. happened. How many pages of notes did you do? Uh, let's have a count. Uh, one, two, three, three and a half. Okay. Nearly so, as much yeah. as last time then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, you've got quite a lot. Of, I'm glad you've got quite a lot of notes because I, you know, it's been a couple of days since I watched them. I thought I'd get them out of the way um, <laughs> and, and enjoy my weekend. Um, so I, I hope you've got a lot of notes so that I it jogs my memory. And I'm sure once you have hit me with some notes, I will be able to contribute um, very nicely throughout this podcast. Wonderful. That's uh, that's all I can hope for. And that's that is all is the most I can expect. So I'm going to give you my initial thoughts. I'm very, 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 very disappointed. There was no storm consequences. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, first oh, yeah. of all, you up fucking that last week. up that storm. You were like, oh, but this is going to happen. The storm. The storm's going to fuck everyone up. Oh, I can't wait for this storm. Well, I don't know. I don't know what happened. We missed an episode. I think one. One episode. Storm. Nothing. No. Am I, Tim, am I really naive in thinking that when they show a storm on, on a TV show, they're going to do something with that storm? I mean, My it depends. I mean, much. do you know for sure that they definitely did nothing with it in the maybe one-ish episodes that you didn't see? Yes, I did actually check. Uh, and nothing happened? Nothing happened with the storm, no. Mm, that's not good, that. What, what was the build-up to it, and why was it actually in important at the time because there was this visible storm coming and people were getting stuck places which rang alarm bells for me is like well harold's you know they had, had you had harold taking the wrong pills and falling asleep and then getting stuck at the hospital you had a uh, weird kid paul who was stuck at the cafe you, there was people stuck in places that then they weren't at home and then there was a storm so to me natural storytelling dictates that someone is going to have a problem getting home in a storm. Well, it's kind of the same as what I said about um, when Toadie 
banged his head jumping into the pool. The only purpose of that was to mess with a different storyline and change the, the lifeguard people around. What was the actual effect? It might not have been any of the same effects that you thought were going to come of the of the storm. But what did happen as a result of that? I don't know if there's anything this week. It might have I all think, been last week. I think, yeah, it, there was there was a bit of a storm, but I feel like you might have got a bit carried away with the storm. I think it well, was raining, and like there was like people were like, "Oh, it's raining." I don't think like. I don't think it was good. It was a big thing. The way the way it was done, it was it was like yeah, it's a bit wet out. It it kind of flooded like the net. It did that thing with the newspapers because weird kid Paul had put the newspapers down the drain. Do you think that, you think that was lot. there to service that storyline and nothing else? Possibly a little bit, and also just to show it's not always sunny in Australia, guys. No, that is true. That is true. Bit that, maybe. Okay, maybe I need to temper my expectations from now on. I don't know. No. I think just, right, I think that should be just like a bit of a lesson in life for you as well. <laughs> Not just... Neighbours has become a microcosm, look it up, um, of your life in general. <laughs> uh, I know you said, it... you said it was like Shakespeare. It's not. It's, it's real life. So think on. Don't, don't have your expectations too high. Expect the worst. If you, anything else is a bonus, isn't it? Come on. <laughs> that is a good life lesson there, Adam. Thank you. Uh, also slightly disappointed there was no moped action. Still. Again, you, you you obviously went big on the moped. You were very <laughs> excited by this moped. We tried to tell you it's just a moped, and you were very excited by the moped. Again, same thing, chill out. <laughs> With that okay. one, it, it's maybe more that... Like the, the issue was creating the tension. So we didn't need anything to happen with the moped. We just needed the tension. So that's, you know, it was more that way around. Okay. So the uh, tension might come. So you can have high maybe, expectations for that being explosive. And maybe one day down the line, she has got a moped. So. Yeah. It's on the back, but is it long term storytelling, we think? No, I never said that. <laughs> Tim, any long-term storytelling you think? What, what do you think? Well, I think I said uh, last week about this moped that what now it's there, the option's there. But, yeah, the, the tension between Carl and what's-his-name needs to be the important thing. The moped isn't really. Okay. Um, well, should we move on to talking about actual stories that happened rather than the hopeful ones that I had in my head? <laughs> yes, please. Yes. Uh, so the first one I'm going to talk about, which I'd probably say is the A storyline over these episodes, is the Toadie storyline. Uh, it was this, you know, last last time out, it was a silly little C story. Now it's main eventing, I'd say. Uh, so Toadie comes up with a great idea for the radio, for his radio show, for his midnight slot, but it's stolen by uh, the, the head DJ, Craig, who's a bit of a twerk, let's be honest. Uh, so Toadie's feeling pretty down. He's feeling down because he's... So we find out who the the, uh, the mum is. That random mum that's been hanging around. It's Shannon. And he, he's put the moves on her on the last episode. So he's feeling down about that. Uh, but Shannon comes around and makes amends. Uh, Toadie, feeling a lot better about this, goes into the studio while Craig's on air uh, and that puts the microphone recording on while he's playing a song. And while Craig is saying disparaging stuff about the radio show and its listeners... And, and he gets fired, and Tony gets the afternoon slot. 
just as, as predicted that he would, you know, he would take over this show. This, this show. Has he actually got that slot yet? Or did it just kind of finish with Craig? No, no, it was, it was confirmed. It was confirmed. Oh, right. So it's turning it's roses for Toddy right now. Uh, I do want to talk about the the great idea he had for a radio show. Uh, it's called what, "Who's That Knocking." What what did this involve? This this great idea. Uh, so what he would do? It's very much like those old kind of radio things where it's like a mystery sound and you have to guess what it is. Uh, you would record someone knocking on the door and you would have to guess who's that knocking. Is it the tax man? Is it the police? Uh, is it the water guy because Paul's flooded the uh, the drains with with papers? I think this could be a game show in its own right. Uh, would you two be in the pilot if I if I got the rights to this game show? I feel like it needs. Like I know a good game show is in its simplicity and it's a good idea and all that. I'm not sure I want to tune in for half an hour or an hour on like primetime TV to watch different people knock on a door and then other different people guess who's knocking on said door. I feel like, like, but then, you know what? I'm speaking out loud here. Who would have thought that opening um, 20 boxes with different <laughs> amounts of shit in them and that with Noel Edmonds was going to be a winner? But it fucking was. True. So, Is this Tony's Noel Edmonds moment then? I don't know. Can you fix it? Some, like, could you have like... I don't know how many boxes there were, 15 boxes, whatever. Could you have 15 doors and you have to guess what's behind each door? Or, or you have to run into the doors and only one of them's open. Like, <laughs> all the others are locked. <laughs> They're all locked and it's tough shit. Whoever gets through that door, you're through. What, what's on the other end of the door? Whatever their hearts desire. Oh, wow. Tim, what would be on the other side of your heart's desire door? Go. Billy in the shower. Yay! <laughs> Adam, what would, what, what's your heart's desire on the opposite side of the door? At, at the moment, I, I can't think of anything other than Neighbours episodes, so I just want, <laughs> I just want to watch more Neighbours episodes, please, on the other side. That would be my dream. I... That sounds like a utopia on the other side of the door. Sounds like heaven. Uh, so, so Craig, the the arrogant afternoon DJ who describes himself as head DJ. Uh, so, when Tony goes into the, the studio to to record him saying disparaging things, before he does that, uh, he has a go at him because he's played Peter Andre three times in the last hour. That was funny. <laughs> that was really funny. And you kind of forget that Peter Andre is Australian. I think because... Do you? I think you do, yeah. Or maybe it was just me who forgot he was Australian. I think maybe because the British public has, you know, kind of taken him to heart so well and he won, like, I'm a celebrity, get me off the air, et cetera. Like, you just think he's, he's, he's British and he's one of ours, but he's not. He was massive in Australia before he came here. Massive? Wow. He was getting played three times an hour. <laughs> but did they only put him on that Neighbours episode because he just released Mysterious Girl and got big over here? And I think more English people watch Neighbours than Australian people, don't they? I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. We should try and find out the, the viewing stats. 
for these episodes if we can. Like the the kind of numbers that viewed it. I mean, there are shitloads more people in this country than the whole of Australia, which is a weird thing already. But that sounds like a job for you, see. Tim. I'll do it. You're the official fact checker of this show, as well as social commentary. Uh, do you think he just played Mysterious Girl three times? Yeah. Or do you think he played any of his hits? Can you name any of Peter Andre's other hits apart from Mysterious Girl? Uh, there, will be thought... point... there will be points for this, by the way. Well, Mysterious Girl is obviously the greatest uh, Peter Andre song of all time. However, Flavor... Yes, Flavor. I said it like that on purpose. <laughs> it was one, I think, that came after Mysterious Girl. It, was, it wasn't that good, um, but it was all right. And then obviously I, after... I, go on. I actually think that's his best song, but go on. Nothing beats Mysterious Girl. Mysterious Girl is one of the greatest summer pop songs of all time. You can at me on that at at... What's that? What's our chip? Watch Neighbour. At Watch <laughs> Neighbour. Um, do you reckon Peter Andre would come on the show? Definitely yeah, would. Definitely would. Definitely. Insania was what he did after the jungle, I think. That was that was another Peter Andre hit. Tim, can you name any others? Just fucking join right Honestly, I could barely I obviously am aware of Mysterious Girl. I couldn't have told you that if you hadn't said it. Okay. Well, That's I awful. also would have accepted All Night, All Right, All About Us, Lonely, and I Feel You. I was just thinking of a, of a funny way of saying, "Ah, oh, well, he hit Katie Price, didn't he?" In a sexual way, not in a violent way. But no, nah, it didn't. It didn't. He did um, "Whole New World" with Katie Price as well, the song from Aladdin. Oh, You're yeah, welcome. I remember that. Did he? Oh God, she oh. guilted him into that. Oh, did they did they did the whole Aladdin dress up as well? She well, can't was, sing for no, shit. No, I want Aladdin dress up, but it was it was hanging. Ugh. Okay, uh, well maybe I'll put. Maybe I'll put a link to that in the uh, in the show notes later. We'll see. Okay. So next storyline we're going to move on is to is the Lou storyline. Uh, Adam, you, you seem raring to say something about this storyline. Right. Okay. I, I do the synopsis first for this Lou thing because then I've got I've got a bit of a problem with definitely the first one of these episodes and po- I think it runs into the second one as well. I have a problem with with time, which I want to discuss a little with bit. time, okay. I had some issues, yeah, go on. Okay, so uh, Lou started dating uh, Carol, and he ends up going to a, uh, a an annual auditor's dinner, uh, which, instead of watching the boxing on the telly, drinking beers, uh, and then the next night, he's, he's being asked to go to the opera. Uh, and he's pretending that he likes all this stuff. Uh, but Carol finds out the truth because she speaks to Toadie and Toadie's like, no, he doesn't like any of that stuff. Uh, so Lou agrees to stop pretending. Adam, what are your problems with the time? Right, okay. So um, what what day, what night of the week does boxing usually appear on our screens or in arenas? Saturday night. What would you say? Saturday night. Saturday night. It's all right yeah. for fighting, what? I believe. Exactly. So Saturday night, that's when that shit happens. Um, what time would you say fights start on a Saturday night? What time would you say? Well, right. if it was a local fight. Well, it, it was. It sounded like a main event. It was on cable. They were looking forward to it. I'm thinking that's a pretty late night fight sort of thing. He had Philip Martin round. Uh, Tony wanted to watch it. 
they all knew about this fight. Um, so there you go. I would assume pretty late on in the night for a mm-hmm. fight like that. Right. Well, Carol says she's picking Lou up, and I've remembered this. This is a good job that you put all these notes down so I can just like come up with stuff after it. <laughs> Quarter to eight, she was picking him up to go to this auditor's dinner. Quarter to eight. She turns up, knocks on the door, and says, sorry, I'm a bit early. Okay? That, in my head, says it's probably about half past seven. Fair, fair assumption? Yeah, fair assumption. I'm, going, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this. The fight starts then at half past seven. She knocks on the door, the bell rings, and they start fighting on the screen, the big biggest boxing fight of the year. Everyone's looking forward to at half past seven on a Saturday. Fuck off. No. Why? Why? <laughs> that wouldn't happen. Wouldn't happen, guys. Why start at half past seven? Makes no fucking sense. Bullshit. <laughs> Following on from that. So that's Saturday night, right? Saturday night. The next, and this is going to follow into one of your other stories. It's going to follow into your Caitlin storyline. Okay. Okay. You've written this down. Caitlin, I've this down. I'm going to spoil a little, a little bit of not too much of your synopsis because I know you worked hard on him. So Caitlin decides to wag school the next day. Right? Yeah. Which is what day comes after Saturday? What day comes after Saturday night boxing? Uh, is it a school wait, day? Wait. No, it's Saturday, fucking uh, Sunday. Saturday. It's Sunday, Sunday. I'll, I'll, you know. <laughs> That's what day comes after Saturday. So if that boxing was on a Saturday night, the next day could not pop. She couldn't be wagging school. Bullshit. Anyway, that school was open on a Sunday or that the fight was on a Sunday. The fight could have been on a Sunday. I, in theory, weird. could have, Tim. But I think that would be weird. And could have also, been midweek. And an Sounds like a shit dinner. fight though, midweek. Sounds no like fight a midweek. shit fight. Auditor's dinner midweek. No, that's a big Saturday night piss up for definite. Opera on a fucking Monday. Or what? This is what I had an issue with. The whole thing threw me for a a loop, the whole three episodes, because I thought this is bullshit. (laughs) We did say this in the last episode as well, didn't we? That we we can't quite figure out if each episode is meant to be a day. I think that was your idea, Jay. Um but it, it can't be exactly that, obviously, because there are only five episodes a week and there are seven days a week. So other things have to be covered. Yeah. Well, it, it, just, just it, nothing it, it didn't weekend. mesh. It didn't, it didn't mesh, mesh together for me at all. And, you know, we have to suspend our disbelief a little bit for Neighbours, but I couldn't do it this time. I thought it was too much. It took you, it took you out of Ramsey Street. Though. Personally offended by it. Speaking of the annual auditor's dinner, what do you think that's like? Because we, we never get to see it, which is very upsetting. Um, but what do you think that's like? Do you think it's like an award ceremony, maybe? I think Tim would do all right in an auditor's dinner. I don't even know what it is. Jim, yeah, I'm, I'm, they must be giving out awards and stuff. They must be like... Um, I like awards. Best best person who found, you know, whoever found the, the biggest tax evasion gets an award. Uh, there's got to be... There's got to be awards like Is it not like just that, like, right? a, a, like a piss-up, like... Not not at Christmas do, but is it like one of them? Is it just like Yeah, but they always least like they at least tie it to awards for, for a tax write off or something. Um yeah, yeah, I'm aware I'm, of companies. I'm, I'm that really do disappointed that. we didn't get to see that. I really am. Um because I reckon they would have had a nice dinner as well. It'd have been a nice dinner, there'd have been some nice wine. Uh, like I said, there'd have been an the... award ceremony. I don't want to watch it's like that. You... 
It's almost like he wanted them to actually do it and to just stream it live. I'd, I'd have been down with a, a whole episode of just the... Have you ever sat and watched the Oscars beginning to end? It's fucking <laughs> boring, but it's the, like the biggest <laughs> award show on the planet with all the glamour. You want to watch a, just a generic local auditor's dinner? No, but yeah. he didn't even want to watch you. He didn't want to know he won the awards. He just wanted to, to watch him have the tea. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm worried about you tonight. You're, you're weird. <laughs> Is that why you do the other jobs that you do? Because you've got like just a weird fetish where you're like just watching people eat. <laughs> yeah, it explains a lot. I would have really liked to have seen what that night would have entailed of. Like, because there would have been a host. There would have been like a host. He would have been like a local comedian. If they were clever, they could have got someone in the cast to already do it. It would have been, I think, I think it was a missed opportunity again. But if anything, the, the, re, the realism to it is that it was fucking boring. Nothing happened. So they didn't write anything into it. None of the storylines would have benefited from. The thing is, it was like the reality of it is it would have been boring. But if you put a storyline in there, you have to create drama. And it would have ruined. There could have been been drama. Someone's state could have been cut wrong. (laughs) In your head, that is a big drama. That's a worry. (laughs) What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) Wine could have been talked. There's plenty of drama to be mined. Um, you need to just write this show, I think. This isn't the Neighbours <laughs> thing. I need to write an alternate universe, Neighbours. So, since we talked about Caitlin, let's talk about the Caitlin uh, storyline, or the Caitlin and Josh storyline, uh, as we'd like to describe it. So, Caitlin is hanging around with Josh and decides she's going to wank school for the day. She doesn't want to go to school. She wants to spend the entire day with Josh. So they're play fighting at home after a fun day off together. Uh, Josh goes absolutely flying over the couch and dislocates his shoulder. Uh, they go to see Ruth and Ruth's like, yep, you dislocated it. You're going to have to spend at least two weeks off swimming, uh, which Josh is not very happy about at all. Uh, Caitlin got over a shyness very, very quickly, didn't she? Because she is going hot and heavy with Josh from the outs. Considering this is daytime TV as well, I was a little bit taken aback. What do you mean by hot and heavy there? Just lots of heavy petting. Well, you, you say that, but they go to the coffee shop for like a bit and then they come home and they, then they, they go back to the coffee shop. They've constantly again. got tongues down each other's throat. You've, you've imagined that. You have. I think they have a bit of a a bit of a smooch once, and then Sarah comes in. Oh, I've got another issue. Hang on, Sarah. Sarah comes in and she's like, "Whoa, what are you doing here? You'll be in school, as you would." Um, there's no like, they're not. There's no tongs. You've completely made that up. <laughs> no, she she's definitely being hot and heavy with him there. I'm not being a prude. I well, no, I'm not a prude. No, you're being but... a perv. Well, yeah. Considering she was shy two episodes ago, she's she's not but she's not shy anymore. Do 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 we think the shyness was an act? 
I think I think she's still a bit like she's a bit unsure of herself and that now. I think she's a little bit more comfortable because he's made her a bit more comfortable, and they've obviously spent a couple more days together or whatever, um, wagging school and that. Um, my issue here is with Josh himself and how he's an absolute bitch when Ruth says you're going to miss two weeks. Two weeks. So what? Like well, he's that, only that's there nothing. for a limited amount of time, isn't he? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. He's not. There's no competitions coming up. There's nothing really going on. Essentially, he's going to miss training in a local swimming baths for two weeks. So yeah, he, does get, he does get very pissy about that. Is it because bit, there's an ulterior motive there? Uh, like what? I'm not sure. Is I mean, he's trying to rec- he's trying to recruit Caitlin to his like elite team. Is he worried that he might be getting replaced by Caitlin or by even by, by Billy even? Is he worried he's going to lose his spot? Tim. Adam Shrug there. Adam Shrug there, Tim. Well, I don't know. I, I'm a little bit... Yeah, I'm, without... You're shocked context, at how, how unheavy Caitlin is, aren't you? That's what you're shocked by. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think... I do wonder if if there's anything crucial in that episode that, that you missed, just kind of the build-up to, to any of this. I mean, there's, I mean every, there's every chance I'd miss something here. I'm not the most reliable note-taker, as we know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it might, it might just of... be a setup, and you're meant to ask, why is he kind of so wound up? And then we'll find out. Maybe. You just want to keep an eye on maybe. We can always do that. We don't need to have all the answers straight away. No, it's another However, slow burner, maybe. So I want Tim might have to do some googling for me here because I was something else got me in this little this little scene. So like I said, Sarah came in and them them two were messing about, and she says, "What what are you doing? You shouldn't be in, you shouldn't be at home. You should be going to school." And Caitlin's obviously wagging it. And then Caitlin introduced Sarah introduces Sarah to Josh as her roommate, Sarah. Right? Yeah. That's what she says. So, mm-hmm. this might be just me. I might miss something. So, Ben is Caitlin's brother. Yes, correct. Ben is also Sarah's brother. Yes. But, so Caitlin, and they... Sa- but Caitlin and Sarah aren't sisters. Hang on. It's a very good point. I did miss that. Hang on. Oh, oh, ben is Lance and Anne's brother. But Lance and Anne, they're the twins. They're not mm-hmm. related to Caitlin, and Caitlin's not related to Sarah. So what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I, just, I just Googled it. Um, Google says, and I quote, they're all fucking each other. I feel like that's Tim's own Google. <laughs> TimGoogle.com. Coming soon. There's something with, like, uh, I, I know, uh, obviously, we joined this at 3,000. We missed a little a bit of information here. So that's our fault. But I don't understand. Like, I still thought that Sarah and Caitlin and Ben were all, like, brothers and sisters. And then it, they were just, like, he had a different mum or whatever to them. Or a different dad, sorry. And that's why he's not related to Ben. No, to Lance and Anne. I could get my head around that. But when she's, it's like, Caitlin's not related to Sarah either. That's weird. No, that is a very good spot, that. That is a very Find good Find that spot. out, please. I uh, see. I I the way, I I saw it as that she was playing it off like she's a bit more mature than she really is. Oh, this is my flatmate, not my sister. You know, 
You'd That's say sister, alleged. though, wouldn't you? Yeah, I don't know. I think I felt like she was just trying to act a bit more mature in front of Josh. He was a little bit older and she's still obviously in high school. Um, that's, that's how I read it as. Maybe, but if someone's your sister, it doesn't matter if they're older, younger or anything, they're your sister, isn't it? Like, so I don't think they are. I think it's, this is my roommate. I think that's weird. Something's going on there. Google it. So, right, after a little quick little bit of research, it appears like some sort of half-brother, half-sister situation going on. Uh, Tim's prediction of that it's all incest seems to be holding up there. So, well done, Tim. Uh, at this point, we're going to move on to Ben, actually, since we're talking about him. Uh, so, Ben's coming home, but he's going to, I'm going to come home to Ruth's house, uh, which Sarah and Caitlin are not too happy about, but they understand why. Uh but Jeff, he wants to start getting to Ruth, getting to know Ruth again, uh, and starts putting some. I'm going to say heavy moves on her. We'll come to it in a moment. Uh, ben gets home, but he's struggling to adjust to, to home life and ends up slipping, getting out of the bath. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go straight with the Jeff stuff here. Jeff putting on the big moves. He goes and holds Ruth's hands and said, "I want to get to know you again." That is a big move. Hot and heavy in your eyes, that. Hot and heavy, and I'm no prude. <laughs> no, I think hand-holding is a big move. Does anybody else Donald agree with Trump might disagree. If someone came in and held your hand, you'd be like, oh, shit. St- shit right, yeah. okay. Okay, shit. Right, there's a good opportunity for one of your, my favourite JK stories here, <laughs> and they don't come around every day of the week. <laughs> This is a personal been... favourite from look how long we look talking here now. 15 years longer. 15, 20 years. Who's telling this okay. story? Me or you? You, because you tell it. It's funny. This is one of the one times when you tell a story and it cracks me up every time. <laughs> okay, it's so really speaking, good. All right. So speaking of hold handing being a big move. So, so you know what? Wait, just wait. I am this story is so good. I'm surprised Tim didn't steal it to do his stand-up show. Go on, tell it. Okay, so yeah, hold hand, uh, holding hands. Uh, So once I was working with um, a very attractive lady. Uh, We it was just me and her on shift, and I think I borrowed some keys off her to go get something uh, out of the storeroom. Uh, And then she was kind of like sat, kind of peering out the window, and she was talking about how lovely day it was, and she was being very wistful, I would say. Um, You've added some new words to this story. This I have, I've, I've learned some new words in the last in the last five years that I've told the story. Um, so she's acting very wistfully, and she held out her hands. So I put my hands out and clasped them around her hands. And at that moment, she went, what the fuck are you doing? I want my keys back. <laughs> I'm thinking we're having a real fucking moment, and she just wants her keys back. Uh, <laughs> It's good because it's, it's even better when, like, you, you can imagine you doing that. <laughs> really good. Oh, I, I think hand-holding is a big move. doesn't always pay off, as we've just found out. And, and it didn't seem to pay off for Jeff either. No, Ruth wasn't really buying it, was she? No, That's not That's because really. she's engaged to Phil. I know. Where does Jeff think this is acceptable to try and... 
to try and rekindle this, even though she's literally just got engaged to someone else. Well, we find that we do find out that he is he is getting divorced from his current wife. Uh, who oh, really? Called Gail. Yeah, they've had they're having a tough time because uh, he shows again. He's showing no signs of wanting to go back home. He's uh, he's got his own he's got his own place now. It's not on a short lease. It's on a long lease because he just wants to fucking stay around forever. Apparently. Uh, so Ben Ben falls in the bath as well. Um, this is possibly my favorite scene of the whole the whole lot of episodes. Um, so with this. I thought it was going to be slightly different because it was Phil who put the bars up in the bath, wasn't it? Ah. What I thought was going to happen, it didn't really happen like this, but I thought he was going to go for the bar. It was going to be a shoddy job from Phil. Um, he Like the bar was going to come off in his hand. He was going to fall and hurt himself. And I thought, right, shit, that's going to lead to Ruth not being happy with Phil and a little bit more hand-holding. <laughs> and she's all Jeff's, yeah. you know what I mean? But... That would have been the better story. Again. Um, But I think he he just kind of slipped off it, didn't he? It was kind of just one of them things. He slipped off the bar, fell. Um, They do do a great little shot where they they try and show it from his POV getting out the bath and he's a bit like, he's a bit blurry. He he can't get his depth perception quite right because, you know, brain damage. Uh, And he he goes to grab for it and just completely fucking messes. Uh, Doesn't dislocate his shoulder though, like Josh. Josh, yeah, he just Josh falls is- off of the couch, dislocates his shoulder, cries about it like a bitch. Yeah, true. Ben takes it like a man. He hits that, he hits that porcelain hard. And but takes it like an absolute man. And he doesn't even want help getting back up. Anne tries to no, help him. He's a bit um he's a bit embarrassed by the whole thing. He is, you know, he's just fallen out of the bath. So Tim yeah. falls out. Do you know what I mean? That's your your forte, obviously. <laughs> Um, it's Jonathan's favourite scene (laughs) he did say that he did say that he said that's my favourite scene and it's the bit where Ben is bollock naked ass in the (laughs) air on the the bathroom floor yeah and and Anne's there to help but he doesn't want Anne to help because he doesn't want Anne to see his bits especially as well when you've just come out of the bath as well they're never the most presentable are they let's face it it's it's not in its best state (laughs) So I can understand why he doesn't want it to sit because because it's a bit cold and then the cold doesn't do well and you know uh, it's a warm bath you're having a what you're not sitting in a cold yeah but then you get out and it's cold and then if you've been in the bath not in your house it's not fucking hell (laughs) but then you know and then you get out the bath and you're a little bit wrinkly and right I want to know what that motion was that you just did. You, you just you just did a little motion there that was like that that you it was either oh it's cold I'm pulling my like my hands closer to my chest or you've got a massive cock in your hands. That's probably about that, right. that you need both hands for. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Option B there was the massive. Cock also, you said it's not that's not the best state for it. I want to know what your best state is now. <laughs> Let's, when is when are you primed and ready to be um, oh, mounted? Sorted out. Go on. Best state. Uh, a nice warm temperature. I'd say about twenty four degrees. Um, right. Pretty hot that. I'd, I'd, I'd at least have to be out of the water. It? It's fucking hot that. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the average. That's that's a standard Australian temperature. 
No, it isn't. It is. It's I, rem- I remember watching the making of, sorry, probably a home and away scene, but nonetheless, they were like, they all had massive coats on. And when they were about to record the scene on the beach, they took all the coats off and they had all the swimsuits on and shit because it was fucking freezing. Okay, not literally freezing, but cold. Australia always being hot is a myth. But back to your cock. Carry on. (laughs) 24 degrees. I'd say, and it it shouldn't have been near water for at least an hour. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? The the rest of you is fine, but as long as it stayed away. (laughs) Like a gremlin. (laughs) What's wrong with water? Don't let it get wet or feed it after midnight, otherwise you don't want to know what's going to happen. (laughs) All right, now I'm going to drop in the drum roll, please. No context, neighbours, quote of the week. Do you want to know who it was said by before I say the call, or is that too much? Yes. It was said by Toady, and this is verbatim. I reckon the chewing nose... Oh, fuck you. (laughs) 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 It's even Let's try that again. I reckon the chewing noise would just wake me up. Uh, okay, so we're going to move on to the Paul storyline. Uh, so Paul, he's bored of sitting at home. Uh, he's not got his paper round anymore, obviously. He's been fired from that. Uh, so he wants to join the Boy Scouts. So he goes down, goes down with Harold to, to sign up. Uh, and then Harold ends up getting all excited and ends up signing on to, to scout lead again as well, uh, which which Paul is not too happy about at all. Uh, so Harold's picture on the wall, Adam, he refers to himself as Indiana Bishop. Could you Can you imagine a prequel series, maybe when the whole amnesia storyline was going on, where he went on adventures? I would watch that show. I would watch that show also. Because uh... <laughs> he is like, yeah, I can imagine him doing adventures and that and going on um, quests and uh, like Indiana Jones, really, but in his in his own Harold Bishop kind of style. I think that'd be well worth a watch. Um, I can't get behind him, what he's doing in these this episode with Weird Kid Paul, though. Just because if he, he's, he hasn't read the room at all, has he really? He's, Paul's finally like he's trying to find some his own way and go and do something himself, and then Harold's got involved. I just feel a bit bad. I felt a little bit bad for Weird Kid Paul, if I'm honest. And before, before I know you you're going to jump in there. Harold, where's the coffee shop? Part time job, uh, <laughs> medical assistant. Wife recovering from brain brain, brain tumor. Yeah, um, he plays the tuba. He's got a lot of shit going on, Harold, and now he wants to go and do scouts as well. Oh, and in one episode, he's playing charades with these <laughs> these episodes for no reason. It cuts to it cuts to Harold, and he's he's miming "Gone with the Wind" like a trooper. For Weird Kid Paul and Hannah Martin, it, that's no context right there. For no reason, it cuts right back from, I don't know, Ben's fallen in the shower or whatever, might be dead, Harold's just being a buffoon in his living room. I, I didn't get that at all, it was weird. I felt that was trolling me, 
because there was no storm. So he was putting in, he was he did gone with the wind just to troll me personally. I think that's Whatever. I think that's what was happening there. Um yeah, so Harold so he didn't remember who he was for five, six years, but he does remember all his scout stuff. That just came back to him straight away. His, his priority is a little bit off there, I feel. Priorities, like it was intentional. <laughs> I think it wasn't. Well, surely if you got, Tim, if you got amnesia, right, you would, yeah. surely the first I'd, things that would come back to you would be the basic stuff like who you are, what who your family it's is. It's not a choice, you, is it? It's, it's not like... Is it not? Like, oh, you get amnesia, so you just get a block of time bumped off and you have to sign a contract to specify which block. Tim, what would you choose to forget if you could forget anything? <laughs> you, can't, you can't say the last hour. <laughs> I would choose to forget Jonathan's holding hand story so I could hear it again. Yeah, good one. <laughs> but Adam says it gets better every time I tell it. Exactly. No, this time. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was definitely done and trying to downplay it a little bit. Uh, also, the one point I want to make when the the boy when the scout leader Arkela, I think he's called. Is it off the Jungle Book? They do scouts. They give them all the names from the Jungle Book. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Yeah. I don't know. Tim can check out later on, maybe being yeah, a fox guy. Uh, they tell Paul that they're going to go orienteering. And Paul sounds really excited about this. I would not send this kid orienteering. This kid will turn up dead three days later if they send him orienteering. <laughs> he can't yeah, especially figure out in Australia. How to... <laughs> he can't figure out how to use a post box. This kid should not be going orienteering. And Harold should not be taken into situations where he's getting offered to go orienteering. Well, that was it. All the things that like convinced Paul to give it a go. He said, oh, I thought I'd just be tying knots. And they were like, no, no, it's like abseiling orienteering, rafting. So you've got Paul, by all accounts, an idiot. And then we've got <laughs> Harold, who even people who don't watch Neighbours would know that Harold is a bit of a, I think I said buffoon before. That's know, a good word. Like that. So these two, on any kind of outward bound excursion, worry me. And I feel like there's drama waiting to happen. You'll probably ask us for predictions in a little while. I'm True. worried that someone is, something's going to happen on one of these trips. That's a good prediction. Uh, but as we, it was starting to learn with this show that there'll be no trips, probably. <laughs> the, the Paul being bored at home was there to facilitate Harold just deciding he wanted to be a scout leader again and take on more things, which will then facilitate another story down the line, I think. Or there will be trips, but we won't see them. They'll just come back from them and everything was fine. <laughs> but you'd want to see those trips, no matter how boring <laughs> they Absolutely. might be. I feel like they're missing a trick. You could... Well, they might show this one. We don't know. We don't know. They might have the budget for it. They might not. Uh, so, yeah, we'll move on to predictions now. Uh, so the next episodes we're going to watch are, get ready for this, Adam, 3,026 to 3,030. That's five whole episodes. That's a week worth so of episodes. five episodes. And how many is that missed? How many, what's the win in between there? Is it like two? Uh, there's a three episode gap in between. What can happen in three episodes? 
Uh, well, not much by <laughs> the state of these oh, three. Yeah, or not. <laughs> well, I'm looking um, forward to that then. <laughs> you really sound it. Um, so questions that, yeah, questions about what we think are going to go forward. Uh, Storyline-wise, Ben, is anybody else from his family are going to see his cock by this point? <laughs> <laughs> Tim, that's obviously for you. <laughs> I mean, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Which which family members do we think Adam will have seen his cock by? <laughs> uh, Why well, I'm still not sure who's actually in his family. So I think whoever see right here's one. Whoever sees it next, <laughs> it will be fine. Like it'll be like okay, you are not related to me. Here's my penis. I think it'll be like that. Okay. I think it'll, yeah. Do you think there's like a love interest on Ramsey Street for him? Oh. Do you think there is going to be someone who's going to take pity not on at the him, moment, maybe? No. I'd, I'd like him to get one eventually, but I don't think there is. Just thinking about who's on the street at the moment, I don't think there is for, at the moment. Um, I'm going to say that Jeff sees his cock. And then makes a really inappropriate joke to Ruth about it. That's my prediction. Uh... Good one. Uh, Caitlin, what version of Caitlin are we going to get in these next lot of episodes? Are we going to get the shy Caitlin? Or are we going to get the, the hot and heavy Caitlin? Um, I'm going to go with Caitlin. I think she's going to be. A little bit. I think she's going to end up being a bit broken-hearted in these next episodes. Um, as I think, what's he called? The swimmer Josh. guy. I think Josh. Josh, the swimmer guy, will break blame Caitlin for his his injury, and he will say, "I don't want to see you anymore. You're too much of a a loose cannon." And um, sorry, see you later. No thanks. Right, lovely. On that note. Uh, we'll bring this this week's proceedings to an end. Uh, we shall see you next week when we're watching episodes 3026 to 3030. I've been your host, JK. Thank you to Adam for watching the Cheers, episodes yeah. along with me. Thank you for Tim for your, your commentary and facts checking, as always. Uh, Tim, Adam, you've been great friends. Oh, no, I fucked this up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good night, everybody. Do it again. Keep trying. Let's do it, Let's do it again. I, I nailed this last week. Let's do it again. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Tim, Adam, we've watched some good neighbours and you've been great friends. <laughs> was that it? I don't know if that's it. I don't think that was it. Was it was slightly different. Well, wait a minute. It was it slightly was different. When neighbours, when good neighbours become, only just, does it say when good neighbours become friends, become good friends, or is it just when neighbours become good friends? That's when good neighbours become, become good, good friends. Oh, so it's good twice then. Well, that's good to know for my own character. That's lazy writing, isn't it? That is a little. Are you doing it again? Or are you happy with that? Uh, no, keep no. it all. Keep it all. It's great. No, 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 I'm happy with that. Thank you very much again for putting up with this, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening to the Neighborhood Rewatch podcast. Join us next week where we'll be watching episodes 3026 to 3030. You can always follow us at WatchNeighbor on Twitter to see the latest goings on.